Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash NMN podcast. That's N as in Nancy, M as in Mary, N as in Nancy podcast. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. What have you been listening to on our lovely Audible? Stephen King's Dark Tower series. Oh, it's amazing. I hear so many good things about it, and I have yet to discover it. Awesome. So I guess that's the great thing about Audible is when I'm done with the five books that I'm currently listening to, (laughs) I can do that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, on to the show, I guess. Yes. So welcome to the Not So Minnesota Nice podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Jen. Today we are talking about the importance of not raising incompetent assholes. It's very important. Yes, it is important. Um, and Jen actually came up with this topic in particular um, <laughs> because we've noticed it on social media. And so lately. Yes, it's just kind of everywhere. Really? So. <laughs> all right. so yeah, all this started with a post that I saw on one of my friend's t- uh, timelines um, on Facebook. Um, so the post is classes that should, air quotes, <laughs> be taught in high school. Accounting, money management, taxes, how to keep and build good credit, establishing a job, a career, uh, nutrition, self-defense, always having or having a second language. And then some of the comments were things like gardening, time management and train or time management and training goals, self-discipline, personal responsibility, courtesy, empathy. And it goes on to a whole bunch of other things. And my biggest problem with this is those are things that should be taught at home. Mm-hmm. Like, with the exception of, like, a second language, I mean, obviously not everyone has a bilingual household, and yes, you should be required to have a second language. Most high schools, I think, make you take it as a requirement for graduation. Yeah. Is it a core class now? I think so. Yeah. Like, some kind of second language. Yeah, a lot of I agree. people do ASL. Yeah, but, I, mean, I agree that know, it should be. I mean, it, it should be. It, it definitely helps if it's right. one of those, like, main useful languages. Oh, you know, yeah. like, giving the kids options to learn Latin, like, that's that's great. Like, it's it's a fun goal or whatever, but we should be focusing more on things that are going to be useful. I totally did Latin. I But know. I was going to go into a medical career, so, like... See, and that, w- that, that would have been helped. useful. So Latin was a bad example, but you know what I mean? Like, but, some of these, you know... Even, I hate to say even learning Italian, like, Italian isn't as useful as Mandarin. It's true. You know, like, Mandarin is so important whenever it comes to, like, you know, more of the business world out there and everything. Right. So, I mean, I, I agree with that, for like, sure. Yeah. What I Totally. And self-defense is something that obviously would be hard to teach at home unless you're a certified trainer. But I don't know if I want that in high school. Like, that's something you should seek out. Because then you can get your the self-defense you're actually looking for. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Not I just, think that yeah. with self-defense there's also maybe uh like rules and regulations that might prevent that because it's too close to fighting or something but i mean the wrestling so right well and it could be it'd be like a sport where you could take it you know Mm -hmm. like they have karate as a as an elective and and then in like college especially if especially in campus students i think self-defense should be taught there i agree that totally makes sense in high school but like college level definitely um But, I mean, as far as the other things, um, these are all things that should be practiced and taught and have examples of at home. And I know not everyone has good, like, solid mm -hmm. parents. And I know there are a whole bunch of different um, scenarios out there where that's not even close to something that could happen for a lot of kids that are out there. I get it. But for the most part. Yeah. And I think the point that 
the people are okay first of all i want to bring up the fact that whenever we were in eighth grade we we did learn some of these things mm-hmm. we learned how to balance a checkbook we learned how to you know buy and sell stocks you know <laughs> and unfortunately teaching a bunch of eighth graders that that's just something that they're like oh this is kind of fun because we you know we did the stock game right um so being able to offer those classes in high school where they might absorb it more or hold on to that knowledge really? would be great but schools are so underfunded that you know having these class these life skills classes isn't in reality and you know that's why it's it's a tall order to fill i guess well that too definitely i don't know i i definitely think it's a parent responsibility thing Mm -hmm. like that is that's your job from a young age like i don't know i I love having the kids fill out a budget for grocery shopping and then going grocery shopping. And then they have to pick things like, do I want a good snack for the week or do I want candy now? And then they have to live with that. Exactly. Like, if you're without a snack for the week, that's on you, kid. Mm Mm-hmm. That was your choice. And that teaches them a lot more than just budgeting. I mean, that's... It's life skills. It's life skills. Yeah. It's things that they're they're going to take on once they're no under no longer under the mm-hmm. the your wings your protective yep. wings um that they're, they're going to go on to you know and if you if you're able to instill those skills now and that that mindset now then maybe when they go off to college and they are living on their own you know that first like trial run of being an adult or whatever you know maybe they're not going to struggle as, as hard well, yeah well there'll um, still be a struggle i mean everyone struggles at that point right? yeah because it's mean, different it's coming into a whole new chapter in your life and coming of age and you know new responsibilities and less responsibilities and in, in some areas and or no, less accountability less of your responsibilities. Yep. <laughs> there's, there's still the same amount. You just don't have that parent going, oh, you're going to be grounded. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? But hopefully by then they, it's instilled in them that that's what they need to do. And I, I definitely agree that having a good amount of freedom as teenagers is a good, as long as they know they have jobs to do too. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's... Well, yeah. and I did a little bit of research after we were talking about it, because we, we got into, like, a uh, not not even a debate, but just a really good discussion yeah. on this topic and looking at the, the, like, the funding issue and understanding oh, yeah. that, you know, these classes can't necessarily be offered because there's so much funding going into sports and core classes and things like art and music and, right. you know, these other... Which are uh, important, too. Extremely important. Yeah. and It's just they're second-tier you know, type things and... yeah. They get missed a lot with funding, and there's only so much funding unless we raise taxes through the roof just to pay for school, which... Right. I don't so many even... people want to have their cake and eat it, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and we, we've been blessed and cursed with technology because there's so many people that, you know, look to the newest app or website to help their kids get, you know, more education at home or whatever, and they're just kind of overfilling their minds with stuff, and they're not actually getting those skills mm-hmm. um, that they should be learning, like the whole laundry list of things. Right. You know, like, it's pretty easy to teach your kids how to, you know, sort laundry. There's a life skill yeah. instead of just doing it for them. Right. Or the... Or the, sew up a hole. <laughs> or the post that you posted, um... Oh, I wrote it down. Importance of being bored. Yeah. Um, that's actually develops life, life skills and everything as well. And, you know, trying to jam all of these different things down our, our children's throats, like all these different activities and everything, <laughs> is robbing them of the chance of just being quiet and being able to reflect upon these other skills that you're 
trying to teach them that they're going to have for life. Right. Um, like being bored is super important because then you learn how to do things and craft and do a whole bunch of different, you know, I mean, they're, it's, it's one of those things that can increase skills in ways that you didn't even realize it was increasing. Yeah. Like when I was looking at like the little video, it was talking about problem solving and creativity and, um, the calm that comes with just being quiet. Like, sure, Mm -hmm. they might have some nervous energy because they don't know what to do with themselves, but the fact that they are just spending that time of reflection is so good for them. Mm -hmm. It makes me think of like MacGyver, like (laughs) how much trouble we would get into whenever we were kids because we didn't have unlimited supply of, you know, websites and gaming and everything and so i mean we tried building a tree fort up in st john's woods like (laughs) we're just like well we're here and there's all this extra lumber so let's just figure it out and it wasn't exactly safe of a thing to do at the ages that we were at without adult supervision it was so much fun yes we were using our brains and you know like critical thinking yeah um so for people to complain that this isn't being taught in schools, like, how, how did all of our ancestors become such, you know, a, amazing people? Like, how did we get here right. when we didn't have technology and we didn't have, you know, great schooling? Like, you were only taught arithmetic and reading, reading and, and writing and yep. math. That was it. <laughs> like, way back in the day, they didn't even have, like, good science classes. Um, so, yeah, like, it seems... I guess that parents are so, certain parents are so quick to place the blame elsewhere instead of looking at what they could be doing. Right. Well, I know that's another thing that came up too is like, there are adults who don't know how to change a tire or change their oil or, you know, we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Um, Or don't know how to sew a garment really quick. Like, I'm not talking make a t-shirt. I'm talking about fixing a hole. Yeah. Like, (laughs) doing a quick patch job. Sewing a button on. Right? A button. Yes, exactly. Like, that is the easiest skill to learn that is actually really important well and like the nice thing about the google right now or whatever platform you're using youtube anything you can look it up and there's instruction videos all over the place which is wonderful but at the same time like we're we're not learning to do it at a young age right so it's great that we have the resources to learn it as, as adults um but it's one of those things that we should be in, instilling in the youth or, oh, yeah. you know, learn how to do it. Teaching Pass your it friends. Along. Yeah. You know, if your friend doesn't know how to do something that you know how to do, teach them. Like, be a fun class. Have a glass of wine and learn how to sew a button. It'll be fun. Right? Like, we were talking about wanting to paint. Yeah. Like, we both, I mean, haven't really experimented <laughs> too much with, with painting. I think oh, we did a little bit. Painter. Like, we were younger, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but being able just to sit down and, you know, have a class, kind of like those wine painting classes yeah. that you can go to, but we'll just do it at home where we don't have to wear pants. <laughs> I like this plan. Right? <laughs> it would be great. That'd be fun. Um... If we ever do that, we will we will totally record it, the whole thing, yes, and post it, yes, because that would be amazing. We we we'll even do speed it, on, it up. We should just do it on Facebook Live, and then we could like record it and and then still speed it up. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. Things are coming. <laughs> it could be fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we've said it a million times, and it's one of those like horribly cliched phrases that it takes a village. Um, but it's true. Like, if schools could have more opportunities for some of those essential skill classes, that would be great. But, I, like we said, it takes funding and everything. Yeah. 
But in looking at it, I actually found a lot of those classes are actually offered through your community. Yes. Yep. You know, like I, I grabbed yeah. our, our city community page and mm-hmm. I was like just flipping through it. And I'm like, well, what what is there other than, you know, art classes? Right. And there was accounting and, mm-hmm. you know, languages galore and self-defense and, you know, other random things. Credit builder classes. Yes, yep. absolutely. How to get out of, of debt. Yep. Um, so some you have to pay for, but a lot of them are not bad. Yeah. They really aren't. I know. I saw one. Um, it was an all ages accounting class and it was like $12. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so yeah, it sucks that your your school doesn't offer a class on how to balance checkbook, but, but check your, your city. Your city might through, right. you know, your community center or whatever. And I mean, you're going to be paying it out in taxes right. for your school to offer the same class. So what's $12 to, to just do it? Well, you know, go to class with your kid even. Exactly. Yeah. And take them, take them with you. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know how to do it and you don't want to, or you don't know where to start on how to teach them what you know. Yeah. Go to a class yeah. with your kid. Because then that opens up dialogue. So yep. if they have any questions, you know, you can talk to them whenever it's fresh in their mind. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it. And then it's just a matter of practicing and do, being the example they need for their, you know, yeah. till they learn, learn. I feel because it, it really does take a village to raise a, a family, to raise children, to raise adults even. <laughs> um, try not to place all the responsibility on the parent for these skills. Because like you said, like, you know, some people have really bad parents. Or busy parents. like Or busy parents, Two yes. jobs, not a stranger to that. Yeah, we, and it's we talked about time. it on a previous yep. one. You know, when your parents both have to work full time to afford, you know, even just a, a modest lifestyle, they're not going to be there to really help as much as they would prefer. And then they get off work and they're tired and they try. But, I mean, some things fall through the cracks. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I like when I was outlining for an episode, I wrote down the expectation versus reality. Like <laughs> when you become a parent, you have that expectation that you're going to mold this incredible adult who's, you know, high functioning and perfect or, perfect, you know, yeah. And then the reality is you just try to keep them alive. <laughs> yep. Just trying to make sure they, they make it. Cause right. Kids are and hard. that they have the skills of being able to make mac and cheese. <laughs> right. Ramen, mac and cheese, and maybe... Knowing how often they should up. wash their sheets so they don't get bed bugs or whatever. Like. <laughs> yep. Oh. That's, that's pretty much it, though, is that, that expectation versus reality. And a lot of... I think there's a lot of parents that hit that reality check that, like... <laughs> feel like they're failing and then they give up and it's really yeah. like don't give up just keep going yeah keep them alive teach them things that's all you got to do and I mean, make sure they don't die <laughs> i can't speak for all parents when i say this but i'm gonna go ahead and do it um we all feel like we're screwing up <laughs> At some point in parenthood, if you don't feel like you're failing, you're not doing something right. Right. <laughs> because there isn't a, a tell-all manual on and how to... You can read all the parenting books you want. Yeah. It's not going to prepare you for your kid. Yeah. Every kid is different. Every parent is different. Every village is different. Yep. Um, but, like, what I love so much about this this topic in general is I think about adult children that 
I've come across in my life who weren't given just simple skills and they're failing so hard at adults. And it's like, okay, <laughs> what are we going to do with this? Help your friends. Yes. Help your friends if you can. I Sharing just, is community, caring. Community living, man. I mean, that sounds weird, but because I'm, I'm very introverted and the thought of actual communal living freaks me the the heck out but <laughs> but like sh- sharing is caring if you you know if you have a skill or a thing you want to sh- like even if you don't want to share it just know that you can do it yeah help your friends out but i think even going past like the physical life skills um i guess going to like the emotional side of things as well like the whole reason why we started the podcast is you know so we have like a good outlet for you know whatever is coming up for us and we get to just like talk and hang out with our listeners in a way um but i also feel like maybe our life stories like our last episode could help others and you know that's that's kind of our way of giving back to our village in like the smallest tiniest way but um still it's also good to be creative. It is. It's, it's been wonderful for my writing and for yeah. my um, crocheting, actually, which sounds really funny, but this has helped yes, with that. listeners, we both crochet because we are actually old women <laughs> trapped in our awesome 30-something bodies. Whatever. Young people crochet. I've been crocheting since I was a kid. I know. <laughs> I actually learned how to basic crochet from Jen and her grandma. And we used to sit in her grandparents' basement, crocheting, watching, like, Fox and the Hound, <laughs> eating chips and Bermuda onion dip. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I miss that dip. I haven't I gotten it in so long. so wish I could still eat that. I can't. I can't either. No. I can't even eat the potato chips anymore. Yeah. God, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to be old. <laughs> I am actually just really surprised that... Okay, it's Tuesday, listeners. Um, the day that we we normally post what we've already recorded, but Jen just took a road trip to the East Coast. I did. Um, she saw Niagara Falls. It was awesome. Um, and then you guys were at a cabin. Yep, we were yeah. at a cabin in Indiana for yeah. two night. Well, two nights a day and two nights, but yeah, <clears throat> oh. it was amazing. It was the R and R needed definitely for the whole family. Right. It was great. But you had to drive an insane amount. Insane. It is uh, 23 hours to um, Massachusetts, which was our destination. Yeah. And, and we didn't stop at hotels. We just drove and just slept in the car. You do what you got to do when you work full time. Yep. I mean, it sucks, but it sucks. at the same time, like, and that's a life skill for, for kids because it's boring. Yeah. Like road trips suck and you, you have to figure out a way to entertain yourself by playing like Puddle or mm-hmm. like the, the street sign game or whatever, like when you go through the alphabet. Yep. Um, so that's like such an amazing experience, but you got back what, Sunday? Sunday night. And then you had no work all day yesterday. Yep. And all day today. Well, half day today. And then yeah. half day today. Oh, happy 4th of July, everybody. Yeah, tomorrow's the 4th. Whoop, whoop. Um, I think we'll be posting this tonight. Yeah. Either yeah. tomorrow? Tonight. Maybe I think tonight. tonight. Yeah. Well. We'll stick with our Tuesdays. We're, we're trying, guys. We're, we're very dedicated to y'all, and we appreciate so much all of you that have been listening and sharing um, and following us on Facebook. We're almost up to, what, 100? Almost to 100. 
And I'm pretty sure that as soon as we hit 100, I'm going to do something embarrassing. Like We were thinking of a giveaway, too, weren't we, yeah. originally? I want to do a giveaway. Be fun. We'll, we'll post it on the Facebook for you guys. Um, Pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Not that you wouldn't, but... <laughs> um, can I give you a deal breaker? You can give me a deal breaker. Okay. Um, so my deal breaker for you is he still lives at home with his mother. Okay, are we talking, like, he has, like, an apartment with mom, like, his own place in mom's house, or, like, he's living with mom? Um, let's say that they have a townhouse, and he, like, lives in the basement. Okay, is she, like, medically incapacitated, like, does he take care of her, or is he literally just living in his mom's basement? Uh, he's just, they're they're just kind of like roommates. Does he have a career? Yes. Is he saving up for a house? Um, ooh, ooh. does thought, he have money? <laughs> he has money. Okay. Um, he is. I mean, sort of. He is technically, you know, working his way out of like crushing debt. Okay. You know, college. You know, normal. Debt. Oh no, yeah, I know mean, how that It goes. wasn't like horse racing or anything. Okay. You know, it, it's normal debt. Um, but he he definitely has some money saved up, but. I mean, as far as a house goes, he's like, well, it'll happen when it happens. Hmm. Not necessarily a deal breaker. I think it'd be a date first, like, scenario. Like, mm-hmm. we'll see how this goes. Is this, like, a weird relationship with mom? Or is this, like, a I'm in debt and I'm trying to get out of it and I'm just living in mom's house, you know? Right. So that would def- that would be a dependent, like, depending kind okay. of a thing. Yeah. Not necessarily a deal breaker, though. Okay, so let's say it's, like, your second date and you didn't really know how old he was, but, you, you know, he was, like, around your age or looked like he was around your age, and you find out he's maybe a little bit older, like, late 30s, early 40s. Like, should be out of debt by now? Yeah. What what kind of a degree does he have? Were you talking, like, medical degree took 12 years to get through school, or, like, a, associates in something? Um, he... <laughs> he doesn't... Really want to talk about it. Okay, well, we're we're still gonna have to get to know each other, but that's a definitely a down. On yeah, the, on the we're, we're getting gonna, there. We're yeah, getting there. we're getting there. Okay, so <laughs> oh, we're gonna keep going until it's a deal breaker. Apparently, we're oh, too loud. Oh, sorry. Um, we'll noise reduce that. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, so um, we'll say that you've been dating for maybe two weeks. You know, he's good looking. He's got a good job. Last one was two weeks. Was it? Or two dates, two weeks, something like that. Okay. So a month. Okay. Okay. Um, to the point where he's finally bringing you home. Okay. You know, you guys went out to eat or something nearby and had a little drink. So you go back to, to his place um, and you hear his mom call down like, oh, D- John, I guess. That's your dad's name. I can't do John. Uh, Michael, is that you? And he's like, oh, yes, mommy, I'm just bringing home a date. <laughs> okay, that's a little weird. <laughs> that wouldn't be like, leave the house running screaming or anything, but like, that's weird and that's hilarious. Okay. I got too much, I went too loud. What? <laughs> <laughs> what if he calls her mommy dearest? Ma- yeah, no, no deal breaker. I mean, I'm, I'm all for the love of your parents, but like, there's a limit. And that's a little weird. But does he really love her if he's calling her mommy dearest? Maybe he hates her. I know. Uh. Which just adds a whole new level of creep, the fact that he's 
living with her. Like, what's your plan? Kill her and take her house? Now I'm running. (laughs) Yes. All right, you got me to deal breaker. That one was fun. (laughs) All right. I had the mommy dearest in my head from the get-go. I was just trying to figure out how How to to get get there. there. (laughs) It's a life goal for everybody. How do you get there? (laughs) In more ways than one. (laughs) We did get pretty loud there. We did. That's what she said. Um, I don't think I have any other ones. We're just really enjoying ourselves. I know. Um, I, yeah, I want to do that one because it kind of ties into incompetent assholes. I mean, he was a nice guy. He wasn't really an asshole, but... But not... I mean, I suppose if you're super incompetent, you are kind of an asshole because you're just kind of a... Moochy asshole. Yeah. I mean, you know... I don't know. I can think of a couple of deal breakers, but I don't know if I want to talk about them because I'm afraid of them being, like, too offensive to some people. Well, <sighs> that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Because we're not talking about anyone in particular. We're like, not. I don't know somebody who calls his mom Mommy Dearest, but I did date somebody who was in his 30s living with his mother because he had just moved home from, you know, overseas, so... <laughs> Which, you know, is a thing. But it was a red flag when I found out he was still living with his mother. Like, oh, okay. I mean, I can't, I can't talk. I guess it depends on the situation. And I think part of it is that I've been there, like, after having two kids and going through a divorce, yeah. I didn't have a choice. We talked about it in our episode about <laughs> yeah, millennials, about how there's so many people that do have to move back home. Yeah. Um, that crushing student loan debt is not a joke. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely not a deal breaker for me. Right. I mean, obviously. Right. It's, right. You know, just, life happens, but. It's just the, the context after and around that. It's like. Yeah. It's like the mommy dearest. What if he looks like Christian Bale? I think I might make an exception. <laughs> I don't even. I wouldn't even care. I'd just be like, I mean, "Can we just stay at my house and you can just live with me and I'll put you in a cage and feed you M and M's and you'll just be my sex slave." I would for like at least six months <laughs> until Mommy Dears came looking for him. <laughs> of course, no. Actually, if it was Christian Bale or it's someone who looked like Christian Bale. Um, with that whole scenario, I would just think of American Psycho. <laughs> like, oh, crap. <laughs> what did I get myself into? This might not be good. Yeah. <laughs> but is it worth it? Ooh. <laughs> Maybe. Uh. That's almost a good would you rather. It is. They could do different, like, Christian Bale movies because he is so... Versatile and in a lot of different things. Yeah. His, yes. Like, Batman versus... The Machinist. machinist. <laughs> Batman. Batman. He was so scrawny in The Machinist. Like... I know. Oh, that movie messed me up for a little while. Yeah. 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 What was the one? He was in one of those, like, Hollywood Western ones, too, where he looked really hot. Up. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Rain of Fire is my favorite. I love that movie. <sighs> thump, thump. Thump, thump. <laughs> we have to do another movie. We do. Episode soon. Maybe, uh... We can't think of anything else for next week. Right? <laughs> that yeah. sounds terrible, doesn't it? Like, we don't even have a plan anymore. We're like, maybe this one. Uh, kind of. Right now, they're kind of falling out of space and hitting us in the head, which is totally fine. Hey, any anyone who wants to comment with something they'd like to hear. I was just hear, about to say that. I know. really want to do a 
like listener suggested episode. Yeah, because Chinlin had that amazing suggestion uh, suggestion for our millennials one. Um, how we really needed to talk about the the positive side of millennials and like the misunderstood side of millennials, right? Um, which I think we covered a little bit in yeah. the episode. So, Chinlin, if you're listening, if you have any other great ideas, we'd love to hear them. But any of you listeners, like, give us an idea, and we'll we'll pick you know the best ones. And we need assignments. Yes, we do. <laughs> I mean, we do. We have. We have <clears throat> Other fun ideas that we were thinking about, you know, like doing a more science-based episode and... Genetics is still going to be one that we have coming up. Yeah. We're not sure when yet, but... Well, I mean, this summer just kind of got out of hand quickly. Like, all of a sudden you were going to Vegas, and then you are going to the East Coast, Coast, and then all of a sudden I'm going to London in, like, 30 days. Yay! (sighs) Woo-woo! I gotta finish your present. (laughs) We gotta figure out how to do our Skype calls. Which we were, were... Closer now than we have been. So. Yes, and we're working more on editing and everything, so we sound the best for y'all, and mm-hmm. again, thank you so much for following everything. We do have a post on our on our Facebook site. I think I'll move it to pin post so it's easier to find. That's all the wonderful ways that you can help support us, you know, beyond just listening to us. Cause we obviously appreciate that so much. Um, yeah. but we're also looking to hopefully get another microphone so we can have more guests on. Um, so we did start a coffee account. Mm-hmm. Um, buy us a coffee. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's on our, our Facebook where we can link it on SoundCloud as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you are a current listener or even just a brand new listener, if you could go to either our iTunes or our Facebook and rate our podcast, that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yay. Give us a like, give us a rating, give us all the things. We're so needy. Oh my God. Right. Buy us some coffee. <laughs> all the things. We love you. We're so needy. <laughs> Listen to us. Listen to us talk. I all promise the time. we're not incompetent assholes. <laughs> We were raised right. I mean, we might be grown-ass adult children. (laughs) The best kind, though. We are the best kind of a grown-ass children out there. Incompetent assholes. No. No. At least not with most things. We're winning. Yes, winning. Winning. On that, cheers. Cheers. Have a great fourth. Love you all.